0: What's up, sports fans? My name is Jacob Moore, uh, and I've got Adam James on the line. And then I've got a guy that a lot of you might know. Uh, He's a former UGA point guard. A lot would call him a damn good dog. We've got J.J. Frazier on the line. J.J., how you doing, my man?
1: I'm good. Thanks for having
0: me. Yeah, man. So in J.J.'s career, just to give you all a rundown, over 1,600 points, 160-plus steals, 204 three-pointers made, over 400 assists. That puts him in the top 10 in assists, three points made, and points scored in UGA history. So this guy is a walking legend here in Athens. Uh, so, J.J., once again, thank you for coming on. I'm going to pass it to my boy Adam here. So, Adam, why, why, why don't we get this thing started?
2: Yes, sir. Thank you for that intro, Jacob. And, J.J., how's it going, man? How's, how's life going? I'm, I'm doing good, Adam. You know, I can't complain. Hey, that's good, man. And I know that you're kind of on a little hiatus right now from, from basketball, nursing, to injury. How's rehab going? Yeah, let people know how that's going for you.
1: Uh, rehab is going really well. Um, I'm about a week and a half away from being back where I want to be. Um, so, you know, it's been a long, long process, long journey. Um, some ups and downs, but, you know, I've stayed focused. And with the help of Ron Corson and the UGA Athletic Department, man, they helped me get back to where I want to get to.
2: And that's awesome. I hope you know that you can get back full health and get back out there scoring some points and you know dishing out some assists. And speaking of UGA, being a two-star athlete coming out of high school, what was it like playing at
1: UGA and playing against you know four-star, five-star guys? Um, I mean, I, I played against four and five-star guys through AU throughout my career, so um, I don't think playing against them were, were any different. Um, but you know, coming to UGA with you know, the history that I've always wanted to be a, a bulldog and, and play and in statement um, and stay in my home state, I think that was more surreal than anything. Um, and, you know, I had some ups and downs in my career as well. Um, and so playing for Georgia and Coach Fox giving me the opportunity um, to play for my, my, my home state team was, was unreal for me. It was something I will always cherish. I don't think so far yet in my life there's been any moment I will, I will put above my four years at the University of Georgia.
2: That's awesome. now. If you had to go back, and I know you probably have a ton, what was your favorite memory about being at UGA, playing for UGA?
1: Um, I mean, I, I, I could give out some games, um, but but my, one of my my favorite things were, um, when I was in, in stagnant and we were going to run or, or we need or something big happened. No, I would get interaction from my crowd and from the fans, and I would yell at them, and they would yell back and enjoy. And it was it was those moments that I cherished more than anything because that's when I knew, you know, Stegman was behind us, and everybody in there was trying to will us to get a win or will us to get a stop. Um, and and moments like that, man, you can never you can never trade moments like that. For, for anything else, because as a, as a basketball player, as a professional, you always have other games, and you might have better games than than that, but you'll never feel that that love that Georgia or any of your, your college teams
2: has ever given you. Yeah, that's awesome. I know, man, you knew how to get that crowd rocking. I remember uh, being at a Georgia football game, and they announced the basketball team. Y'all had the Georgia flag, man, and that y'all got that crowd rocking, so that was a cool experience. Yeah, exactly. Now, speaking of really cool experiences, what was it like playing in the NCAA
1: tournament? What kind of experience was that like for you? Uh, it, it was unique. Um, obviously, it was my, my first and only one, um, unfortunately. And then we played it one up against the Tom Ezo coach team, who was very wildly under-seated at as the seventh seed and went to the Final Four. <laughs> um, <laughs> but that experience, man, that – you know, hanging out with my with, with our teammates and the coaching staff at Coach Fox House, waiting to get announced, it, what season we were gonna be in. That that whole um, you know leading up to that point, man, it was it was it was so so much fun um, because you 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 know what you went through with those guys left and to the right of you, and all the blood and sweat and cuss words been thrown at you and and everything that you try to go through with each other. Um, and when you get to that moment where you finally in the NCAA tournament, it, 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 it beats no other
0: feeling. And now I'm going I'm to jump in real quick. So that announcement comes through and you see, you know, the University of Georgia, you've made the tournament. Yeah. Uh, you know, and yeah. like you said, you're, you're with Coach and everything like that. But, you know, me being yeah. the kind of guy I am growing up in Athens, all that good stuff, I mean – Y'all had to go downtown and tear up Sandbar, some of those places, right? <laughs> no,
1: nah, what's what's crazy? What's crazy, man? We was one of the earliest games, so we was announced that Sunday, and we had played that Wednesday. Oh wow! So oh man, we had, a, we, had a, we had a press conference Sunday, um, Sunday night after we were announced. Monday morning, we was flying to Charlotte, so we didn't really even have time to even really celebrate. Oh man, um, going to the Going to the getting announced at the tournament, but I guarantee you, we had an extra day. We definitely would have been doing something. <laughs> I hear that.
2: <laughs> now, JJ, we've heard you mention Coach Mark Fox, and we know that you know he was your coach while your tenure at UGA. But yes. now, seeing with Coach Tom Crean, where do you see that direction of UGA basketball going?
1: Um, uh, I think it's going to continue going into the right direction. I think Coach Fox came into a program that was that was. Going under, um, and it took them a minute. It took them a while, but we started to, to consistently win. Um, and I think now that the new regime is, it's going to take a little bit more time. It, you know, it's going to take some time to to, to really get back. You know, like the old one, two, three days of Georgia basketball, um, and obviously in the eighties when we went to the Final Four. Um, but I think with the with the recruits coming in, us getting Ant Man, and then the talent that's supposed to be coming back, I think we could be really excited in, in the way that um, this team is headed. Um, I think you're going to have to be patient with, with Coach Green and his his um, assistance and, and, and coaching because the style of coaching and the style of play is, is extremely different from Coach Fox's. Um, it's a lot more open, less defense, um, more more threes, more shot attempts, faster pace. So I think with that, as going to come to up and downs. Um, the, the, the ball is going to get turned over a lot more than, than normal. Um, but until these guys get comfortable, um, you know, I think this first year is just like any freshman year for anybody. Uh, this first year, is the freshman year, learning curve, and next year you see everything that, that Coach Queen has been teaching these guys. Um, I think that's when they're going to really push through.
2: Yeah, and I know that you mentioned Anthony Edwards. What do you think his his role is going to be when he gets there? Man, I know he's already been doing some recruiting. I hope that he can kind of get be the jump start for Coach Queen and get this program, you know,
1: just skyrocketing. Yeah, when you got it, well, when you have a player like. Anthony, like who who can do just about everything, just like Nicholas Claxton. You got two guys that can be rests on the on the floor because you can play Ant Man just about anywhere on the floor, as if you could Nicholas Claxton. So um, I don't I, I don't want Georgia fans to put so much pressure on this guy to be a savior. You know what I mean? Because he's right. going to be used, and he's still going to have to learn and, and understand the game at a faster pace. Um. So, I, I still think it's going to fall back on Nick and Sean to really get these guys and Jordan Harris to really get these guys where they want to go. Um. And and I think, I think they can do that. I think they will do that. Um. But for for me, of all, I've said this since the day we, um, got Anthony Edwards on the commitment. We should not put so much pressure on this kid. We should give him a chance to to have fun, enjoy his time here at Georgia, however, however long that is. And, and, and be grateful that we got such a talent as him. Oh, yeah, man. I'm glad that he's
2: coming, and hopefully he can come in and just ball out. Now, switching some gears here, J.J., what was the big, uh, biggest difference in preparing for the next level
1: compared to preparing for college ball? Uh, the difference is I didn't know how to prepare for college Um, because I've never done it. You know, so it, it was it was new to me. Um, You know, you come to college, you don't have your parents around, you don't have really – any chaperone. So you have to be self disciplined, self efficient. Um and I think coming from high school to college, you don't really understand that. But getting to college and knowing the self efficiency that you have to have the self discipline that you have to maintain. I think getting to become a pro was easier for me. That 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 um that that what's the word I'm looking for? Transition. That transition into going into a pro was a lot easier for me. Than it was from me going to high school to college. Because as a pro, it's the same as college, except you get paid. They don't tell you what you need to do or where you need to be. If you're not there, you're not there. Um, and, and, you know, you get dealt with accordingly. So I think that's it. Becoming a pro has been the easiest transition for sure. Now, that transition
2: period for you, what was that kind of like? You're, you finish up your career at Georgia. Then is it kind of you start talking to different agents and stuff? Or how did you go about that?
1: Yeah, I think once my once my career was, was over at Georgia, you know, agents called me and and I found a guy who, you know, I think was he, he fit me. He he was younger, um, you know, we, we related to everything. He's a hard worker and you know nothing was ever given to him as well. So I related to that to that part, and and you know that's what I went with and who I went with and. It wasn't wasn't a a confusing thing for me um, because I knew what I was looking for. Um, And so after that um, transition to the agent, I I went to Portsmouth, played really well at Portsmouth. And then I had like 10 or 11 workouts for NBA teams. Obviously, you know, I didn't get the chance to play in the league yet. But, you know, I was grateful for every opportunity um, that was thrown my way. Now, going into that, what was the –
2: difference kind of playing in the g league compared to overseas and you know what's maybe
1: the the hardest part about transitioning the overseas is a lot more tactical um it's a lot more mental preparation and having to lock into game planning and a good thing about that is um you know coach fox is really big on details so you know that was right, really that anyway, you know knowing what I'm supposed to do, know what I'm looking for. And then the G League is, you know, it's in road defense and who can shoot and who can't shoot. So it's a lot more play with your instincts, play with your skill, um, which is what I'm good at as well. So the transition from G League to to uh, overseas it wasn't really a big deal for me. It's both fast fast paced play. Um just so you know I was comfortable with both. Well so now
2: when it comes and rehab's done you're 100% you're ready to ball again what's in store for the future of jj Frazier?
1: um you know i'm taking one day at a time um and and it's you know some especially now with the injury you know i had you know I had a little setback with the injury but you know i've always said that god has a plan and everything happens for a reason um so i can never say what is going to happen next Um, but I'm just taking one day at a time and whatever opportunity presents itself and whatever I can do um, to enjoy my life and enjoy myself and and continue to keep my my family happy um, and safe, that's what I'm going to do. So every day for me is just just that next day, that next step, and we'll go from there.
0: Good stuff, man. So uh, just to wrap it up here, kind of a question I'm going to throw at you just off the cuff, something a little bit fun. You've spent a lot of time in Athens in your life. What is your favorite restaurant to go to in Athens? If you got to eat, where do you want to go?
1: Uh, I'm a, 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 a Longhorns guy, okay. but I would, I would probably say um, Food for Soul. I, I like that. Food.
0: Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Man, good stuff. Well, hey, JJ, once again, brother, thank you so much for taking the time, coming on, just chopping it up with us a little bit. Uh, Of course, going forward, we wish you the best in your recovery as you're finishing up rehab. Uh, And, of course, we're going to be keeping an eye on you, hopefully see you blow up here soon, my man.
1: Yes, I appreciate y'all having me on. All
0: right, my brother. All right, again, this was J.J. Frazier. My name is Jacob. This was also Adam. This is Premium Sports Talk Podcast. Thanks for tuning in, guys.